Hey guys, welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name is DJ. I'm here with Dan and Colin. We're back, the three of us together again after I uh, missed last week, unfortunately, because I wanted to be there to talk about the Cowboys, but you guys held it down. It's a good pod. I'm all about it. How you guys Thanks, feeling CJ. today? How you guys feeling after a, a, a W again? Uh, well, in, in, in typical Giants fashion, confused, even though it was one. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I like that. I feel like that that game was even more you know typical than I could have imagined it to be. That that that's a, that was a perfect Giants Bears game. Yep, in my book, it's just uh, pitting two prime franchises on the top of their game <laughs> against one another for a just very entertaining matchup at one p.m. Storied franchises. Yeah, literally. Well, storied franchises is yeah. true. It's a, it's actually a sad state of affairs if you look at you know. Sure. Who are like the original NFL teams? Like the Bears, the Giants, the Lions. Packers. No, Lions were a little later. Packers are older. Uh, the Cardinals, you know, was... the Arizona Cardinals are the oldest team in the NFL. Really? But weren't weren't they not weren't always in Arizona? St. Louis. Right? They're they were Chicago first, then St. Louis, then And then they were Phoenix Cardinals before they changed it to Arizona yeah. Cardinals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um we should, wow. You know, there's a lot of good history in football. Weren't there like a bunch of weird teams too, like the Chattanooga? <laughs> some something or other you know rivermen uh, there's like, like well like you that. know you got the original uh canton bulldogs that was like jim thorpe's team mm-hmm. um there's like like decatur uh centurons or something like that there's like all those weird like small town teams that were all within like 300 miles of each other it was all in the midwest yeah, what was yeah, the yeah. uh what was the team in semi-pro will ferrell's team the so islands or uh, the tropics the tropics yeah tropics. i don't remember yeah. what the city was though but something uh, like that was it like jacksonville or i don't know some some you know yeah. tallahassee maybe yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta yeah. look that up some rinky dink thing uh as usual guys please follow big blue united on facebook twitter instagram you can follow us on twitter at bbu pod boys of the z don't forget to download the DraftKings app use promo code tppn uh, get that, get them Raycon headphones if you need them. Use promo code TPPN15 and get 15% off your first order. Uh, our sponsor today is Chode Burrito. Uh, did you ever have a yeah. burrito that's too big and you needed a smaller burrito? Chode Burrito. Wait, you mean like you'd, you, you'd, you'd give back the, the one that's too big to get a smaller one? No, like sometimes you don't need a whole burrito. You just want like one that's the same size and same circumference yeah. and length. Sure. Yeah, and and to satiate you, it's just too much burrito. Sometimes you don't need. It's almost like a burrito, burrito ball, but a chode. Yeah, it's like a chode burrito. I yeah. think I've had something close from Chipotle from people who are a little too ze- overzealous. Chode was it chode chode potole? Yes, chode potole. That's yes. the number one competitor to chode burrito. To chode burrito, yeah, yeah. Where because you have those those random um, workers that just really know how to pack a, a burrito and roll it up. Well, you know. It, it's helpful when you're rolling up a lot of other stuff, and then uh, you also roll burritos. <laughs> I love rolling stuff. Stuff. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> I, had to, I had to stop myself there because I only get one curse. Sign episode. of a I true professional. Yeah. yeah. Save it for later. <laughs> um, before we hop into the Bears game, Landon Collins, guys, is on the radar again for the Giants. In, in my mind... After we've seen a lot of injuries, you know, especially Julian Love, of course, in that position group and, uh, you know, just all around the roster, it doesn't seem like these injuries are going any, anywhere. What do you guys feel about, you know, Landon Collins coming back to the squad? I have no problem with it. I think he would fit well with what Wink wants to do. I think we'd get him on the super cheap, which is great. 
that was my my biggest uh, uh, issue with him on his way out is like he just I don't know I felt like he was a little too high and mighty for what he actually was worth. Um, and now that we can get him at a good price, I think uh, he he'd want to be given the shot. So I think it would be good. I think we were were talking about this in passing when we were just discussing how our linebackers are so deficient in coverage, especially, but pretty much in every facet of the game and how we were going to end up playing that, you know, three safety look um, as like base package and who to better to do it. I think Colin or, or TJ, you, one of you guys said Landon Collins and we were just like, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool if that could happen. We keep um, doing this by the way. Prescient dude. When you're this in tune with a franchise, you can see the future. It's, it's like we're on the spice in, in Arrakis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just Arrakis is the Meadowlands, you know. Um, um, my my thing though is if if he actually gets signed, I'd like him to get a quasi linebacker number. I think that would be. Oh, cool. I was going to ask you what number. You're not going to go oh, like single like, digit. Well, that could be cool if it worked, but like I can. I mean, I'd love to see there him get no, like, something in the forties right? for the hell of it. Yeah, nah, I mean, he'll probably go back to twenty one if if it's available or thirties even. I'd like him to go like 99. Oh. That'd be sick. As a, as a, <laughs> oh, as a linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, either way, like if they get him for cheap, I'm actually surprised he's a free agent, to be honest with you. I guess he didn't live you up know to what number? Washington contract, surprisingly, huh? Mm. Zero. Can you? They need to, they need to open up yeah. zero. They need to open up zero. Zero's open. I, the, the dude on, uh, who's that linebacker from Utah that got drafted to, uh, Maybe a There's Bay not or something. A, a guy who's zero in the NFL. There yeah, is. there is. Oh yeah, interesting. Ooh, I didn't yeah. realize you could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, I like that. I mean, you got you got to bring the hammer if you're wearing zero. Can you be though. double oh, yeah. zero too? Then I don't. I don't think so. But that'd be that's sick. a bummer. That's a bummer. Yeah. Why not? Just kind of like zero, double zero. Just reminds me of playing roulette every time I hear it. Yeah. I always Triple put zero. a. I always like to put a you know a coin in in, in between the the two green numbers every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I never won any money gambling. <laughs> I did download. Uh, I did. I did do some DraftKings this weekend, though. I I, I put two hundred dollars in my account. Same game parlay. A, I looked at a bunch of same game parlays and then decided not to gamble. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What because of what you were looking at? Yeah, I mean, so in my mind, I was like, all right, I can come up with something, but I realized that you know, uh, well. You know what? Let me not say what I'm about to say because DraftKings is the sponsor. So we love <laughs> DraftKings. <laughs> Promo code TPPN. Anyway, um, they are giving away money. You just have to like bet on a game and you'll get. Yeah, it. I do. I do yeah. like. Well, yeah, if you win like bet five dollars, you get two hundred dollars right now. Yeah. So there, there's always that, which is amazing. Mm. I just yeah. like feel like the same game parlays can be a little bit dicey here and there because they're deciding what they are. Yeah, and not you aren't. I, you know. I came pretty close to hitting a, a $3 bet that would have netted me $350. Mm. I just needed a, um, I needed, who was it? Uh, a first, a first, a first half touchdown for Khalil Herbert. And uh, I needed, uh, what's his name? Rich, Rich James, Rick James uh, on the Giants to have over 50 yards receiving, which. Oh, you were close, happen. man. Yeah. He is no. the number one receiver. All right, oh, yeah. let me let, let, let me jump into the game, and, I, and I'll go over a little bit about the game, but then I guys want to ask you guys a question really about like the whole season looking forward to it. We maybe could do a little quick little look back on the last four games since we're, you know, getting, I guess, you know, almost a quarter way through the year, plus one game. Um, so Giants have started three and one. Brian Dable becomes the first Giants head coach to start his career with the Giants three and one since Tommy C in 2004. That's got to make you feel good. Um, so, you know, 
this is again kind of an ugly win for this team and, and and kind of the same we've seen the rest of the year you know i think at the same time you kind of sit here at three and one and never really would have imagined this is how this team is going to start um but i feel like you know you can't sit here and really get things twisted right because at three and one the giants are still a rough team to watch. It's clearly not there. Maybe their record isn't indicative of, of the talent around them, but we have seen, you know, something them not do or do this year rather than they haven't done before, which is, you know, finish these games out, you know, play to the whistle, do some more gritty type of work than we really have seen this team do. So when I really look forward to like the schedule coming up, so Packers, Ravens, Jags, Seahawks, Texans, Lions, Cowboys, Vikings, Colts, Eagles, and commanders twice. There's a lot of winnable games for this this uh, you know team moving forward. So I want to ask you guys, what do you think is a, a real reasonable number of wins for this team moving forward? And, and are you feeling you know good about the rest of the year, or are you worried at all that this team's going to actually get exposed as you know the pretenders, which you know I think we kind of all feel that they are. Well, I think, um, and, and as we discussed in, the, in, in recent past pods, I think these wins are encouraging from the direction the team is going in the future, but it also has highlighted the the severe lack of talent they have. I think all, all three wins that we have are, are total coach wins. Um, yeah. The coaches are putting the team in <laughs> absolutely maximizing their ability. Something that, that I think previous years we've um, done the opposite and we we've restricted the talent on the team to perform to its highest level. Now the, this new regime is, is really figuring out a way to get the most out of the players. Um, you know, we, we faced no good quarterback so far. Um, I don't, I think we're going to go on a losing streak uh, the next four games. I think, I think we're going to be three and three and five <laughs> pretty soon. We have a, Texans is a winnable game. Um, you probably grab one out of the Cowboys Redskins combo down Ooh. there. Who? Uh, commanders. I'm literally reading it. It says commanders and my brain reads Redskins. It's, uh, <laughs> this is not... just call them what my dad said. They should call them. Oh yeah. The liberals. Um, yeah. Washington. The... Liberals. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dan, Dan Snyder, famous liberal. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's capitulating to the woke masses, you know? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> 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 idiots <laughs> i don't know i i think i think i think a six win season uh seven win season is is the ceiling is what i'm saying so i think it, it's gotten to the point especially with the coaching and what we've been able to pull out of situations where we would definitely lo- lose in the past it's like house money so and because it's so freakish and we can win without a quarterback for some reason uh We've been doing that for <laughs> no, my, like literally not a quarterback playing the position. I mean, that, yeah. that hasn't happened for us probably since arguably like 34. Yeah. Uh, I understand what you mean, but yeah. the point stands. Um, <laughs> I think there's this like weird, um, I don't know. There's this weird uh, Dable magic that's just being sprinkled over this, this whole situation and anything that comes ahead down the road of a win is, it's great. If we lose, not going to be bent out of shape about it. We're three and one right now. It's London. Who knows what happens? Maybe someone has a bad travel there from the Packers and somehow for some reason we win. Like it could happen. I doubt it will, but I think it could happen. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I'm a hell of a lot happier at this point now 
and you know, when wins and losses aside, just how it's gone and the hope that's been, um, I don't know, brought up, brought upon us. I mean, like it's, it's not this, yes, it's miserable to watch sometimes, but it's not, there's something different about it. It feels different. And I, mm-hmm. I, it's hard to put your finger on it, but I mean, you, this, you know, squeezing talent out of nothing, the, the rock and the blood, that whole thing, it's just continues. Yeah. So if he's able to continue to do that one way or the other, and we're like, everyone's getting injured every game and we won. That's interesting. I have so. a question for TJ. TJ, would you be more, would you be dramatically more uh, happy with this season if we were one in three, but the, the coaching still show the same indicators? Like how much have the W's influenced how you're, how you're feeling about this team? I mean, at the end of the day, like I, I, I do love winning. You have to love winning and you have to love what winning does to the culture of your football team yes. in the long term. Um, and not just in the short term. I think that Dable and Shane have showed us that there is hope for the future. At the same time, yes, you know, you keep winning these games in what is, you know, a season where we've all kind of, you know, decided that early on that it, it wasn't really going to be a, a season where we're going to make the playoffs or we're going to make a run and we're not there yet talent-wise in the roster. So, yes, you're losing draft p- position, but you can't, right. you know, expect the players on this team to be happy about losing and you can't expect that culture to develop unless you are winning games. So yeah. in my mind, like every win is a positive, even if they're going to have to mortgage, you know, the draft future to, to uh, pop up and get a quarterback this year. I think that's fine because you're building something that's really important. And, yeah. and, and I think that's going to be, you know, what takes this team to that level maybe not next year, but the year after. And I think, you know, in, in two or three years, this team is going to be ready to compete for a Super Bowl, depending on who's who's beneath center at that moment, you know? And, and yeah, think of it too, it could, be an, it could end up being one of those situations where, yeah, maybe the draft pick uh, per round. But, can, I, can I just clarify the, 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 what I was driving at real quick? Yes. I'm not trying to, I'm not really getting at the draft capital. I'm saying my, for me, my enjoyment of, of these first four games has been derived from, the way the team is playing via under the coaching, right. And, and the yeah. decisions they're making and whether they win or lose has been a secondary factor to how pleased I am with how the team is the brand of football they're playing is what I'm saying. I understand that. Um, yeah. what, what I was, I was just kind of tag, tagging on yeah, yeah, yeah. that is, um, we could have an off season where the, our draft position isn't uh, as good as we would like it to be at this point of this rebuild. But I have the, and you guys, I would imagine, would have the same confidence that Shane could kind of tie something together, uh, just work his magic, maybe actually bring in some free agents that are worth signing and do that stopgap year with a free agency to build even into the following season. So that's why I don't, I, another reason why I don't mind the wins, because he'll have a plan regardless. And I can have that. Uh, confidence in him and be okay with the culture build. It's such a funny position to be in where you're like, I don't mind the wins, you know, any other, any other team, you know, you, you'd want to (laughs) win. That's the whole point, but But it's like totally get what you're, where you're coming from. It's like a reverse thing though. It's not like a Patriots team. That's like, Oh, we win all the time. I don't mind. It's like, I I don't, I don't mind it because we lose all the time either. It's just, we were so lost for so long. Yeah. The giants are building for the long term, and that's, what's important, you know, because it's been, even if you look back in history, right, you know, we've, we've been good three years in a row and then then shit the bed. And then, you know, it happens again, over and over again. And it's just particularly been bad this past stretch of years. But 
you can't, you know, be a Giants fan right now and not be, you know, almost ecstatic. At, even though the wins are are grimy and they're ugly, you have to be happy at what you're seeing. You have three wins and you have what looks to be something in the future to really look forward to, at least in my opinion. You know, and whatever whatever goes from there, I'm 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 pumped to see the rest of this year. I'm pumped to see the offseason too, because like you just said, Colin, the Giants are gonna have cap space and and you have a front office now that you really can believe in and put yourself behind. Free agency is gonna be great next year. You know, it's funny to be talking about it, you know, week going into week five, but this is where you really, you know, derive your pleasure from as a Giants fan right now, at least at least in my mind, you know. Yeah. Um, if we want to jump into the Bears game, um, Giants didn't look good. You know, the rushing, the rushing offense is obviously, you know, on point. And I really do want to start with talking about Saquon, I think, with you guys, because my mind is shifting a little bit and I, I maybe need to be brought back oh. down here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, let's just look at Saquon, all right? 31 for 146, 4.7 yard average. If you kind of take away the last 18 minutes when Jones wasn't playing, you know, his average would have been almost six yards a carry because they're kind of forced to run the ball there. Mm. Two catchers, 16 yards, underutilized there. I said to you guys before the game started, if he touched the ball 40 times, they'd win. He touched the ball 33 times, they won. Like he's not just back from his 2018 years 18 season. He's better than he was. He's the whole offense. Everything is around this team. PFF even gave him gave him an 80.2 pass blocking rating this week, which uh, you know <laughs> was one of those things that we were always deriding him for. But are the Giants three and one without Saquon Barkley on this team, Dan? Uh, no, probably not. Are they three and one with any other running back on this team? If Breda's the main running back, are they three and one? I don't think so. I don't so know. So do say. running backs matter or do they not matter? They don't matter. Depending on what team you're on, though, no? Generally. I mean, quite literally, when, when you have no offensive player, like offensive skill players, like having one of the best running backs in the league is helpful, but it's not something you build your franchise around. Like, no, that's not the, that's not that's not what he was asking. Like, yeah, yeah. Better uh, – all things being equal, having a running back that's better than another running back is better, right? Like, I mean, running backs, the competent running back play is important, but it's, what we're talking about is building a team that can win consistently. Um, you know, like there, there's no team in the NFL you can point to for even, even when you, you wanted to point to like Derek Henry or, or these other players that are building their teams around the running back. It, it's not, it's not a recipe for sustained success in the NFL. Do you think, Dan, that if he continues this and he has a career year, fully tells the league he's back and consistent? You already did it. No, I mean you're right. He did already do that. No, I, I mean, but he, like he has to make it to the end of the year without getting hurt, though. Well, sure. that's what I mean. That's I'm what sorry, I mean Colin. Go ahead. I go want ahead. to specify yeah. that's what I mean. Like continue on this tear. Yeah. Do you think that there's any actual thought in Shane's mind of keeping him? I mean, realistically, I, yeah, I'm sure there's a percentage chance. I, I think it's more of a thing of like the Maras being like, we need to keep Saquon. He's the franchise. Um, if like we discussed last week, if Shane's the guy we think he is, he should tr be tr looking to trade Saquon right now. Um, I, I'm not going to take away from Saquon. He's, he's playing the, he's the best running back in the league right now. Um, most likely, I don't know. 
Chubb well, is pretty let, good. Let's, let's talk like, about the future. Let's talk about what, what he means in the future to this team. And what is that to you, Dan? Do you think – because I think I think his, his trade value has never been higher than it is right yeah. now. Do you think that's the route that they should go? I thought they should trade him at, at, at halftime. Um, <laughs> he had When he reversed the field on that play, that was totally broken. Incredible, and, and, huh? Yeah, like – trade him right there and there to uh, uh, some, some team that needs a running back and that's in contention. But what he means now is a way to move on from the debacle, the debacle, the, the debacle that was the last five years here, um, get draft equity, put that towards positions that you can't easily replace like offensive line, um, a quarterback, maybe moving up to get a quarterback, maybe, you know, getting a, a, a lockdown corner, you know, those positions that have high value, um, this team is so talent efficient. You can't sink a significant amount of cap space into a running back. It's just, you just I'm can't just curious, do it. What, what, what would you be looking for in compensation? Do you think would be fair for Saquon Barkley right now? I mean, I think it would be robbery if we get a second round pick. Yeah. Um, but I would also be happy with a third round pick. Agreed. I, I would say that if they can get a two, then do it. If if we if I look at, at the running back contracts, and I think this is the most important thing to look at, you know, Derrick Henry is the highest paid running back in the league. He's $14 million a year. I don't think you're going to go pay Saquon $14 million a year. It's yeah. it's too much. I mean, we're looking at, you know, I, I look at Kenny Galladay getting paid $20 million a year. He, you know, zero catches again this week. We'll get into him a little later, I suppose. But in my mind, I'm sort of leaning towards that. If you are going to change quarterbacks and have a young guy in there, then maybe franchising Saquon Barkley in this year isn't the worst idea. It's not. It, it, when I was doing the math, it's about nine and a half to ten million dollars one year. Um, I don't know. I, it's just that, and I agree that the Mara thing is a big deal because Saquon sells tickets, and that's important. At the same time, I think Shane is going to be able to do whatever he wants because they've sort of you know announced that several times that they're getting out of you know being overhead of the GM and kind of letting the GM and the head coach do what they want. But if the Giants end up not franchising Jones, which looks more and more likely week by week, I, th- I think that might be, you know, a, a decent idea. It might be short-sighted, you know, a little bit when you could get draft equity for him. But yeah, if you want to have put any sort of offensive product on the field and you're looking to change quarterbacks next year, especially bring in maybe someone who, you know, isn't a stopgap and is a rookie, I, I don't think it's the worst idea. I really don't. That's the only way it can go is a franchise situation. There's no re-signing him outright. That's not happening. I don't think we will. That's one thing I can honestly say Shane will not do. And I I can put money on it. Yeah. Um, But letting him walk would probably be stupid. Yeah. Well, what if, what if they started using him more in the past game? Like if, if he was racking up, you know, maybe more than two, maybe if he's averaging six to eight catches a game on top of, you know, his 25 carries, does that change your mind at all about how much he should get paid? Well, what's too bad about it is all these injuries, because I think even though you would, you would kind of think, okay, well, he's the whole team. We should be seeing him thrown to more. I think he's kind of pigeonholed because that's too obvious. You need some of these other wide wide receivers to come back to kind of at least give the the mirage that someone else is getting the ball at some point because David Sills isn't stealing any carries or catches from him. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know that we have a quarterback that can read more than one, one read on his progression. So, um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, if he's catching a lot of passes, I think he should be. And I don't see why he's, why he's not, there's no, either he can't do it or. 
I mean, you mentioned it before. Block. He's blocking. Sc- well, I, I, I don't know. Like that screen he got was incredible. You know, I think they need yeah. to run more more screens to him, which is which is one thing. I mean, they lived off the freaking uh, play action bootleg all first half. Well, that's that's because the Bears are are, are real stupid. They're stupid people that don't yeah. that don't have anyone what? looking at film for some reason. I mean, Colin, you were at the game, Dan. I'm sure you're watching, but you know, uh, well, who who was calling the game? Nance and uh, no, not Nance and Romo. No, um, it was it was. Joe... Uh, Moose. Uh, Daryl Johnson and whoever oh, else. I like yeah. Daryl Johnson. Johnson was just like, what are the what? Bears doing? <laughs> every, like, time. every time they just all rush to the side and the Giants just keep running the same play over and oh, over again. I'm happy to hear that. I'm glad that he said that and yeah. was just like flabbergasted by it because I, I was like, wait, this is happening again? Like I, I almost knew that it was coming. You know? Con, do you remember in high school when we used to have like 81 and 89 boot or whatever? Yep. I remember we used to call that play and then every time like uh, one of the Ryans would, would call the play. He'd be like, yeah, 81 boot, 81 boot, naked. And like, yeah. just like drop it like it's real kinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was working. I mean, naked boot, baby. Yeah. Jones is not, I mean, eight for 13, 71 yards, six <laughs> carries, 68 yards, two CDs. I, I know I made the joke uh, to you guys in the text, but if they don't resign Saquon, they could resign Jones to be the running back. You're pretty decent. <laughs> hey, I think I'm not for nothing though. At least I mean he's not very good, but he is trying real. I hard. love him. I love yeah. him as a player. I I really love how like gritty and hard he plays. But he's not that good at quarterback. No, it is and what it is. It's too bad. It really is too bad. I wish. Uh, I like wish he there was some sort of bizarre. World. I wish he was good. <laughs> well, no, no. I wish he was our backup quarterback, and we had some awesome quarterback as the first guy. That's what I. But wish. I don't know. I'd love like a charismatic backup quarterback. Oh, like, what is he going to bring as a backup quarterback? Jones <sighs> is going to have a long career in the NFL, whether or not he's starting or not starting. You got to well, give him that. If he stays, I, he can't healthy. stay healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the ankle injury is what it is. At least, I mean, I was going to mention later that, you know, this is the best week to get injured because you're playing the Packers next week. So if you're going to miss a game, miss this one. Cause you're not going to win anyway. You get destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, I mean like, Jones, he's tough. He works hard. He won't be the franchise QB, but I like him on the team. I, I like him. I don't know. <laughs> he's just been doing it for me recently. And I will say one thing. He did. He is improving week to week, which I think is, you know, the most important facet for a player. I mean, what last week, last week, you guys didn't think he, he played well. Everybody else on earth thought he played well. I don't know if I felt the same way as everybody else on earth, but I think I felt a little bit happier about it than you guys did. I will tell you right now that he threw one pass, uh, last weekend that really showed me something. And I think it was uh, yeah. Tanner Hudson. He had awareness. He stepped up in the pocket. He threw a laser on the sideline. Tanner Hudson dropped it. But to me, <laughs> he, is show- he is showing, he is showing qualities that elite quarterbacks have. He's never going to be an elite quarterback, but he makes, can make those plays occasionally. And maybe they'll be more often. I'm sorry, Dan. Did you not watch that play and think it was a great the Tanner Hudson was... drop where he zipped it into his gut and he dropped it like right on the sideline? Is well, yeah, t- I mean, uh, Tanner, no, no, no one has any. He doesn't have any help. No one can catch the no, ball. No, yeah, I know. But that I doesn't know. mean there was a bad throw or a bad play by Jones. Yeah, if but anything, that's it was a one... great play by Jones. But you're picking. We're picking one play out of an entire game. Like, it's just not enough. It's it's. Of For course, the NFL, there's moments like there are moments like Rex Grossman looked amazing in moments. Like a lot of guys look amazing in moments. Sure. No, that's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we need I just, consistency. I, I think I think it's like a moot point 
at this point of whether or not Daniel Jones is who should be the quarterback of this team next year. He shouldn't be, but I'm just yes. saying it's, it, he's a fun guy to watch and, and he is getting better. You can't That's, take that away from him. Uh, see, I not fun. That. It's not I fun. Know, I don't, I don't think he's getting better. I think he is. Uh, I think some, sometimes maybe, you know, you, you, you don't look at it objectively enough. And, and in my you know, mind, it's like whoever sorry. you, whenever you bring somebody into anything, you want to see improvement week to week. And even little steps are important. I think he's looked better this year than he ever has. You but, know, Sands maybe like the first start he ever had or whatever. But that's the, that's the issue though. That's his main issue. And maybe it, call it a luck thing or a bad luck thing. But every time he maybe seems to be building on something, he gets hurt for a game or two. And then he's back to square one, looking like garbage. Again. Well, look at the turnovers this year. Has the offense not been a little bit more aggressive? And and he's limited his turnovers. Yes, and I can definitely give him that, and that's a great thing. Um, his awareness is just still so poor that it, it like that's it, true. It overshadows the rest of it for me. Like yeah. he's missing out on plays. There are plays out there to be had, and they're just not being yeah. had. And I think if any other quarterback, not any other quarterback, but a lot of other starting quarterbacks in the league would make those plays, and maybe we'd be four and zero. Now, I mean, who knows? I mean, yeah. I saw Mahomes, you know, miss wide open. Uh, dude, I don't know who 17 is in the end zone last night. Nicole he could have had a Nicole touchdown. Hardman, Hardman yeah. in the yeah. end zone last night. You know, even great quarterbacks have gaffes. You know, mm. I think Jones, if he cleans up yeah. those gaffes. But that you are right, Colin. But like, like that bad. Mahomes. He doesn't make the reads, yeah. It's a like inverse ratio. Like that Mahomes gaff was like one of the 50 passes he yeah. threw that game. Whereas I mean, Daniel Jones make... has like one of those genius Well, we passes. also cannot compare the two quarterbacks Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> the you only know, quarterback give, more difference like Lamar Jackson. And, yeah, you know. yeah. Give give Jones credit for his legs too, man. Oh you yeah. Know. He's two rushing touchdowns. When was the last time Jones had two rushing touchdowns? Do you know? Uh, was it the Tampa Bay game? That was the first game yeah. that ever started. <laughs> nice. We just ran up the middle of the pocket twice to win it. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. Remember I mean, it's days? interesting. Like the offense, you know, when Jones went down, Tyrod came in. You know, I'm not gonna, you know get down on him for that pick because i think he thought he had a free play the flag went down yeah. yeah uh but you know it was nice to see them not have to change the playbook i think it was a good signing just because you know you run the same offense and then i mean we obviously have to talk about when you know tyrod went out with the concussion if, if it but was a I, concussion or not yeah. you know what we got you got something else to say Dan, i was just saying i was excited watching tyrod did you see that spin movie put on, on was, uh, oh yeah that was nasty the crowd noise for that one was a good one. It was like, it was like, ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. like, like, uh, uh, like old school NBA, like, yeah, you know, yes. Yeah. Save that, save that interception. I, I felt like there was no drop off in the way that the offense was running. Um, and even the interception he, wasn't that bad either. I mean, it no. wasn't great, but it was yeah. like. You know, he threw a hail mary and it didn't work out. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're gonna, it ended if up being throw a, a pick. You, you know, that's probably the best pick. I mean, throw. I, I've seen a lot of you know check down interceptions and ten yard interceptions. Like, I don't mind throwing <laughs> a fifty yard pass and getting it intercepted. Yeah. But I know I, I was really it was really fun to see it. It really bummed me out that he got um, concussed there. That was a, a tough shot. And I, again, it was like him, you know, trying to trying to make something happen. You know, extend the play. Um, I'm hopeful that he'll be able to play this week because we'll get to NFL's that. NFL's being extra this week after Tua. I mean, it's not love get pulled too for you know concussion. Davis Webb, baby, here we come. Oh, boy. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with Davis Webb. He knows the <laughs> offense. 
I mean, well, they're going to run the ball anyway, so yeah. <laughs> does it really yeah. matter who the quarterback is? True. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you lose you lose Jones's legs, which is tough. Davis Webb isn't. I mean, Davis Webb comes in, you do have to change the playbook, which is the only thing. But you know, I mean, Saquon's going to be there. Maybe we get a receiver, nah. like hey, Tony hey, or I have Juan a question. Bell I was thinking about this earlier. Where the hell is Alex Bachman at this point? Is not a nowhere overdrive. I don't know. Why isn't he just at least like in the mix? We have zero wide receivers that do anything. And he was like, he, he got the offense in the preseason. Give him a shot. We suck. Who cares? Uh, I think it's too many white people on the offense. Yeah. If you start, you start him, <laughs> yeah. But you know, Colin, last week you, uh, I believe you were like, it, it was Bellinger's day to step up and wow. Leading receiver, three catches, three 23 catches. yards. <laughs> Boom, baby. Yeah, baby. The fourth yeah. of the receiving yards on the game. Yeah. I wow. mean, did I couldn't believe that Slayton pass. That drop? I was sitting watching the game, and I was like, oh, deep pass to Slayton. He's going to drop it. And he committed pass interference when he, when he yeah. dropped it. Yeah. Uh, it just, I mean, the pass catching situation on this team is really rough and I, do you do you when do you, when when does Kadarius tony come back guys what, i, I, what I think we, we've seen the last of him i think he's done. <laughs> I, I, well the, the, actually you know what you know what? i have i have this question i wanted to ask you guys you know who on the roster right now pass catcher wise tight end wide receiver is on the team next year wandale robinson wandale yeah. robinson yep that's it richie james david bellinger Yep. That's the three I, I have yeah, on my list. Three, those three of them, probably. That's scary. That's a scary thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. We're going to draft wide receiver in the first four rounds. We're going to be like the new <laughs> Detroit Lions. That'd be sort of fun. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I guess. Who, they drafted who did, They drafted a bunch of dudes. Uh, who was that guy? Ch- there was a Chad Johnson who wasn't the good Chad Johnson. Oh, yeah. Like, it was like third overall. Mm-hmm. And there was another guy, uh, Williams. I don't know if it was Mike Williams. Yeah. Um, Mike Williams. Yeah, they all another, sucked. The well, one of those guys. Yeah, well, one of the, a couple of them had different moments, but yeah, yeah. Calvin Johnson uh, was the only one they hit on. Reminds He's me good. also uh, Justin Blackman just popped in my head. Remember when oh. Jacksonville picked him up? Like he was overall, good. he was okay. Yeah, for a day. Yeah, he never played a season. I would say he had a, a season where he was pretty elite. The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. In addition to usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. Even though we're Giants fans, I think a good matchup for this weekend is the Packers against the Giants in London. Packers are going to win. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once a per game all season long. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Hey, let's uh, let's talk a little defense because there's some fun stuff that happened. I love I love the defense, Dexter Lawrence, baby. Oh, dude, I need that... I need like I want that gif of him doing that sexy Dexy dance. That's I really why I, I had that. to post that to the story. I was like, that's just too good. It's too good. But I, ha- I want to start on someone else actually because I think it was like the quietest eleven tackles, one sack, and one fumble forced by Boy Tay. 
Yeah. Like, he's just like, he has weeks where everyone thinks he's the worst guy on the field. And then he has games like this. So if he is, he's like the defensive uh, Daniel Jones. If he just puts it together and actually continues to do it and maybe puts on a little bulk in the offseason, I can see him sticking around and being like that guy. Why not? I mean, Jalen Smith, too, showed that he was a great signing in seven tackles. I Yeah, mean, like 83.3 PFF or something like that. I was like, wow, I'm surprised. Look yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I like Jalen Smith. I think he was good last year. I'm surprised they didn't, like, keep him on, you know, throughout the offseason. But a, another, you know, quality signing after Blake was gone, I think. Which, you know, I was thinking about this weekend watching this game. I was like, I really want to know what happened with Blake Martinez. Yeah. I I think you had you were onto something with the uh, the not getting the captain thing, and he just got a little too bent out of shape about it. Why? I not? think I mean you're professional though. Like, did that really uh, bother you? Didn't the, I? I think what bothered him is is getting seven million dollar haircut on his contract, and then being told you're not playing like half the downs on defense. Um, was I mean, probably what what did it. I don't think there was there was good vibes there. He hmm. probably was a little disgruntled. Well, um, get faster. Uh, I don't know. Again, you need, you is need he, I mean, the is guy's he, a tackling machine, though. Yeah, he can't cover. Is he on he a team? Right? Is he a free agent right now? What is I, still a free agent? So, what does that tell you? Mm. Yeah, you might be right there. I mean, right? maybe he wasn't back from the injury. I don't know. Maybe they weren't. Maybe he wasn't going to be starting on the depth chart. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I, I think it was something. It was like a wink, like, we need these types of players. And sorry to say, we're not, we're not fitting a, a a round peg in a square hole right now. Mm. I do want to uh, talk about Kayvon Thibodeau with his shirt off. Yeah. That we saw the other day. And what was that? that? What was that? That's shocking. mm. I thought he was going to be caught, but he's, you know, he looks like me with his shirt off. He looks like Eli at the beach. Yeah. He's got a nice nice gut (laughs) gut going on. Uh, It it wouldn't be that bad if he wasn't wearing a bonnet too, I guess. (laughs) I mean, I get it. You're, you're trying to dress like Cam Newton because, like, that's the thing now or something. But Men's like, fashion is confusing. You look like yeah. a idiot on, like, a, such a, a large scale. It's, I mean, whatever. Do you. I'm not going to hate on it. But, like, really? I, I, can't, I can't agree with anyone who wears a suit coat without a shirt underneath it. <laughs> and there's, like, this, uh, this, this show I like to watch with my wife called Ink Master. It's, like, a yeah. tattoo reality <laughs> yeah. show. And one of the old... Judges was this guy named Oliver Peck. And yeah, like yeah. his thing was to wear a suit coat with no shirt underneath it. And I just hate it so much. And then, you know, he sexually assaulted somebody. So that's, that's, that, that's, that's, that's too bad. It is too bad. Yeah. Um, it's also too bad that Kayvon needs to hit the gym hard. <laughs> you what know, I, I didn't read the article, but I thought it was interesting just from the title of it. Uh, right after last week's game, it was like Thibodeau. I realized I'm not Superman. I'm like, I'm not even reading this article. I, I want nothing to do. I think it was the post or something. No, I read it. I read it. And and you know what? It wasn't, it was take, obviously it's taken a little out of context because headlines are headlines, but yeah. he was basically just saying that in college, he felt a certain way. And then acclimating to the NFL was more difficult than he had thought it would be, Good. which I think is a fine thing to say. So, you know, he just phrased it in that way, but it wasn't like, you know, him being full of himself or anything like that. Yeah. It was just an eye-opening kind of thing more than it. Yeah, exactly that. And you know what? He, going back to people improving, I thought that this week he was vastly improved from his showing yeah. last week. I think last week he had a real, you know, eye-opening experience, as, you know, you just mentioned with that article. And this week, I think he took a step back, 
<coughs> didn't try to, you know, wreck the game or be that guy who was going to flip the script and everything. And he just played a solid game, three tackles, forced fumble, one pressure. Um, Aziz, too, came back. He was looking okay. Sack fumble. You know, you got to be happy about, you know, the progression uh, of your two pass rushers at this moment, I feel, at least. I, I saw it from, from Thibodeau this week in particular is that he almost played more with um, patience. Like like a boxer trying to feel out his opponent. Like, I need to figure out what I can do, how I can mm -hmm. impact this game. And that may not mean just, you know, going 1,000 miles an hour and just trying to get a sack every play. No, yeah. play, play the run. Be, you know, know your role. Get, get in your, your, you know, the gap assignments and all that kind of stuff. And it worked out. I mean, it's not going to be the greatest uh, stat line every game. But you get the, the W. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I, I feel like there was a lot more composure in his play style this week. And you, you yeah. saw him, whether it was like locking up a tackle and, and keeping like space so he could could read the play and, and, mm -hmm. and you know, make the make the play like on the line of scrimmage rather than in the backfield. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're seeing just someone getting used to the speed of play uh, uh, in real time. And it again, this was something unlike Daniel Jones, where you could see the improvement game to game. Um, <laughs> I, I, it was noted as, as a big difference, I think. And it, it was cool to see him and, um, and Aziz, you know, combine on that, on that strip sack, yeah. uh, and recover that fumble. You know, that's the vision of the future. So, um, I think Jihad Ward had a nice game. He did. Uh, he's I, I, not only for like play style, but also stirring up, like he's getting in people's faces. He's being annoying. Like you like yeah. to have that kind of guy on your defense. Mm -hmm. Um, like our, our, like a, a new Bart Scott. And uh, no, he's not good like Bart Scott. No, no, I mean that kind of player. <laughs> he reminds me more of like Antonio Pierce barking at Peyton Manning yes, sort of yes, kind of guy. Yes, yeah. that, that, well, I mean, Dan, you talk about personality. That's what I mean by that. Yeah, no, I get it. I got it. I like uh, Jihad, man. I, I think, you know, I think also a person that really needs to get a lot of credit is Darnay Holmes, who has had a super solid season at yeah. slot cornerback, as no one's talking about. Guy's mm. just been there every game, chugging it out, covering well, just doing awesome. Like, he's great to have. And, and honestly, I think. I think Moreau is it Moreau? He yeah. probably should be the starting second oh, he, starting uh, cornerback. That's, that's for absolute certain. He's yeah. been playing well, you know, off the scrap heap. You know, Aaron Robinson, I, I like. At the same time, you know, maybe you keep Robinson in just because you want him to develop and get the reps. But I think Moreau kind of gives you the better chance to win games at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, you know Robinson. Good. Yeah, Robinson went out. I guess he uh, he he'll probably be back. I guess his uh, his uh, suture came out. Oh, that's saying. it. That's, yeah, it says yeah. a knee, but like I guess that was just. That's what I I don't know. I read I read something that, that you know his uh, he got folded under like a line uh, folded under somebody and his suture came out or something like that. I, I can't. I know it's jumping back to the offense for a second, but yeah, I just whatever, I'm man. just gonna throw the name out there, Andrew Thomas. Then we can move on. That's um, yeah. he's the I'll best the left the tackle defense. in the league. Adore Jackson. Dory Jackson, man, we, you know, in the beginning of the year, we definitely didn't say we thought had a lot of confidence in him, but he's really stepped up yeah. a lot. Got, had a relatively easy day against that passing attack of the Bears, but yeah. still. But you know, uh, man, like just even around the league, just kind of watching some of these lockdown corners, did you watch yeah. any of those highlights certain had against Devontae Adams? No. You know, you get this young kid in, he killed Devonte adams he was all yeah. over him even sauce gardner who who are they the sauce is shutting down absolutely he just everybody. shut down jamar yeah. chase you know i not that adoree jackson's on that level but you know when you get a good shutdown corner man 
it just changes your whole defense. Absolutely. You know, totally absolutely. Agree. It's wild. Um, Dane Belton too. I want to shout out Dane Belton. Yeah. Oh, I mean, no, fumble sure. recovery. Fumble recovery. He he yeah. seems like a like a fiery, nasty guy. I like that. He does. Um, I like Belton a lot. Yeah. I think you know you'll see him and I think you'll see Pinnock next week too. Who uh, had a penalty? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. He ran out of bounds. Um, anything else you want to talk about the game, guys? I mean, we didn't mention you know uh, Evan Neal hurt his neck. I think you know Devery Hamilton came in for him and played well. Mm-hmm. I really. We should shout out the offensive line for doing a good job. Evan Neal looked offense. better. He looked better besides the injury. He, he did look he, better. He uh, he didn't yeah. have um, any pressures or sacks for the first time. I mean, hey, yeah. the Giants had 262 yards of rushing offense. It was the most since they had since 2008 against the Panthers. Yeah. So, That's awesome. you know, clearly the line was was doing work in the run game. And, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I gotta you got to like what the coaching staff is just doing for this team. And even when Jones and Tyra went out, which we kind of didn't discuss about the Wildcat sort of thing, Drawing up plays on the on the grease board or whatever they want to say. <laughs> Saquon was saying that they're they're just you know playing backyard football in the huddle. Yeah. I'm sure there was more to it than that, but for a coaching staff to adjust, you got a field goal to that yeah. adversary. Yeah. You know, adversary. <laughs> Why are we having yeah. so much problem pronouncing? Um, yeah. it, it it it's it's impressive to me. Compensatory. Compensatory. Yeah. And it's impressive to me. I think. Wink is impressive. Dable's impressive. Kafka is impressive. And I think that's taking this roster to a place where I'm very surprised where we are right yeah. now. Yeah. But let's look uh, forward to next week. Nick or Gates. Got... Nick, Gates. Nick Gates coming uh, back? I don't yep. know about next week, but he's... he's... Um, they, they said it, it's like going in line to be activated. And then they have like a given period of, uh, yeah. I don't know, like 15 days or something to yeah. figure out if he's actually going to get what on What position the do you put him at when he comes back? Not automatically at center. I think that's a guard situation. I think left guard might be the spot for him. But yeah. then what happens if the Liu comes back? Then you ship him over to center? Because Glowinski's like kind of the only I mean Brennison is is serviceable. Feliciano's serviceable. I think Lewinsky's the best of the three interior yeah. linemen, even though he's not great either. Yeah. Um yeah. I don't know. But I think if the Giants stick with running the ball, they're gonna, you know, be successful. And especially, you know. Say what you want about Jones, but those non-designed cornerback runs are working. It's not what you want to see out of your quarterback. You want him to drop back and throw the ball, but I'll take first downs and you get first downs, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's nitty-gritty. Um, Packers, guys. I don't think the Giants have any shot of winning this game. As I said before, uh, it's a good game for Jones and Tyrod to miss if Davis Webb comes in because they weren't going to win anyway. Um, I think it's going to be a blowout in uh, in London. Um, this is the first time, uh, I think... Uh, the English get to see two winning teams actually play each other, but the, they, what they don't know is the Giants shouldn't be a winning team. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, uh and, and it's, uh, it's in my, my English soccer team stadium, which I'm bummed. Told him. Uh, yeah. Which was a gorgeous place and I can't wait to see it. And I, I actually, um, there was a point and we talked about it too, where I was, I was contemplating going and then I realized I can't go see a game in that stadium if it's not, Tottenham actually playing well, in it. Colin, let it, me ask you, because you did go to London to see the Giants. So yeah. what is that experience like? Oh, that was a wonderful time. I <laughs> it was what, a, game, a, what year in the game was that that you went? Uh it was 2016. It was against the Rams. Uh Landon Collins actually had an interception for a touchdown in that game. Um, and it was in Twickenham Stadium, which is the 125-year-old uh rugby stadium in um the southwest London suburbs, which is cool because it like it had that feel of a like a, a, a 
Orchard Park, Buffalo, or um, or Green Bay because there's Lambeau, just houses yeah. right outside the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was great. I mean, we got the win. The whole pageantry was cool. Um, it was a little weird. I, I kind of wish there was less of that whole. Well, there here's 75 different NFL jerseys at a game because they just wanted to come to the game. I, yeah. I think it's better now. Uh, from what I read, they actually get more of a uh, a split. I mean, you'll still have those randos, but there'll be like a solid um, culture for both teams who show up and support. So that's, yeah, cool. I mean, we'll see how, uh, I don't even know who's, is it, is it Fox? What are they doing on? I don't know. It's at nine thirty on the NFL network, right? Oh, it's all exclusively on that. Okay. I think so. Well, yeah, I think so. Interesting. Well, I wonder the, who's calling it. NFL has a, has a deal that you have to play local games on a local channel. So mm. like, even if the giants yeah. or jets play Monday night football, you'll still get to watch it on picks 11 or whatever it is. Or nine, my nine. Yeah. So, uh, I'll be up at nine 30 AM after doing a double on Saturday, mm. ready to go. Good. Remind me of the old days when, uh, I used to not be able to stay awake for one o'clock game after working until five o'clock in the morning. Oh, man. <laughs> you, yeah. You, you'd take the nap in the car on the way from Brooklyn. That was, I'd be like, we're at the giant game. You got to wake up now. Yeah, well, you know, those times are tough, and I'm glad I don't live them anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. Too old for this. Yeah, uh, too old for this stuff. Stuff. Danny Glover. <laughs> stuff. Getting too old for this stuff. Yeah. That's the uh, that's the Pixel 11 version when they yeah. play Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Oh, can I uh, make a recommendation? Uh, yeah. Now streaming on HBO Max is Rambo First Blood, a movie I haven't watched in 20 years, and oh, it absolutely God. rips. Rainbow My First God. Blood is one of the best. Such a good it's movie. such a good movie. Oh, I love that movie so much. No, it's not. But people don't understand that it's not like Rambo 2 or 3 where it's just like no. this gratuitous violence and outlandish. Yeah. It's actually like a really well-done film with a great story. Yeah. And in fact, if Rambo died at the end like he did in the book, it would have been even better. I want to read the book. I should read the book. It's a legit. That movie's awesome. I, I, you know, I want to watch it again. I'm glad you mentioned that, Dan. Hey, let's 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 stay on. Let's stay on and watch it right now. We'll live stream Rambo. First <laughs> We're gonna live stream Rambo first. But also, <laughs> did you know that the, that uh, that the, there's a new Rambo movie coming out called Last Blood? No, of course, yep. yeah, hundred oh. percent. It's the last bleeding Rambo again. Movie. Yeah, ninety-five-year-old <laughs> Sylvester Stallone dies finally. Still bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> what was the one, what was the one uh, where they go to Burma? Um, well, that was recent. Yeah, it was like uh, the most recent one. And boy, that movie's great. It's just yeah. like if you love gratuitous violence, then you watch that movie. The end of that movie is just like the most brutal thing you ever saw in your life. <laughs> just <laughs> nice. Rambo just murdered a thousand people by himself. <laughs> no one even, you know, took a shot at him because why would they? No, you can't yeah, hit him. Anything. You couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anything else tonight, guys? <laughs> any more? Uh, any more Rambo talk? Movie recommendations? <laughs> no, just go watch Rambo. Yeah, go. Yeah, that's it. Watch Rambo. Yeah. Uh, watch maybe... Rambo. Get the new Cameron album. Oh, get the uh, listen to the new Freddie Gibbs album. It's actually new excellent. Freddie Gibbs album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, new Eminem album is okay. Yeah. No, just listen to Cameron. Leave me alone, part two. Follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us BBU Pod Boys the Z on Twitter. Download DraftKings. Use promo code TPPN. Don't forget the Raycons. Promo code TPPN15. And don't forget to follow Chode Burrito on Instagram at Chode Burrito. Thank you for listening tonight, guys. Have a good one. Super Bowl, here we come. Woo-hoo!